When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This is The Drive with Dale Lally and Matt Williamson. On your 24-7 home of the black and gold. SNR. Steelers Nation Radio. Welcome back. I am Dale Lolly. He is Matt Williamson, and this is The Drive on Steelers Nation Radio. Uh, we're going through uh, position by position here. Look at the offense today. Wednesday, we'll do the defense. Okay. Uh, Matt, uh, looking here at the wide receiver position. Okay. You've got Deontay Johnson. you got George Pickens. Steven Sims, Miles Boykin, Gunnar Olszewski, um, Calvin Austin coming back mm-hmm. next year. Didn't play a down this year, right. by the way. Not even in the preseason. Anthony Miller, kind of the same way, missed the entire season right. with with an injury. Uh, Miller, a, an unrestricted free agent. Mm-hmm. You've got uh, Boykin. Boykin's also up. Also unrestricted. Um, Everyone else is under contract, I think. Or is, Sims no. Sims is restricted. He's restricted, okay. Yeah. But you might as well pick him up. I mean, that's going to be cheap. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you're looking at $3 million, mm-hmm. basically, to, to pick that up. And um, So how are we handling this? Are we giving grades from last season or where they're at state of the union where they're well, kind at of right a state now. of the union yeah. yeah okay well i think you have a top two in place clearly um i'm not saying i'm down on either but i'm gonna throw some negative stuff here too pickens needs to advance himself as a route runner absolutely it, statistically deontay's year isn't where it usually is and i think there's a lot of circumstances there some of which is bad luck but i think you're really happy with your top two for now and going forward, I don't think their worst days are ahead of them or anything like that. Currently, I think they're short one. I mean, yeah, I, I would I like would a agree. third, and that might be Austin, but I can't just say I'm fine with him. For I've guys never played, field, yeah. Right, right? I, I want him to enter the camp fighting for the third spot or blow my doors away or, oh, no, I have one too many good receivers. You know, yeah. I mean, that, that's what you That's do what you did this year, and then you, you traded one, you, you flipped yeah. him for a second-round pick. Yeah, I, I, I look at this group – and I agree. I think they've got, you know, one and two. And I would agree that Pickens needs to – I know everybody's high on George Pickens, and sure. there's plenty of love. There is. His route running needs to improve. Yeah, he's not a 100%. separator. 100%. Yeah, right, yeah. right, right. If I mean, you look at this, the separation mm-hmm. that you just mentioned, he didn't have any. No, not much. He's a great <laughs> contested catch guy. But yeah. if he wasn't, he wouldn't be making a lot of catches. You right. Know? And he has the ability to get better as a route runner, and he didn't play a lot last year at Georgia, you know, so – you know, I'm not worried about him, but he's not a surefire top 10 receiver. Forget about it. You know? Yeah. Now, are we, you know, when we made the comps for him, you know, the, the automatic comp was for another Georgia guy, A.J. Green. Yeah. And body type wise, he is he's that. In he terms is. Of, I don't it, know if he's, ex- I mean, A.J. Green's in the Hall of Fame. Is he more like, DeAndre Hopkins, though? Well, I heard this last week. I think it was Matt Harmon, who's one of my favorite wide receiver in analysis. And he said, at worst, and people aren't going to like hearing this, but this is rock bottom. He's Devontae Parker, which to me, that's the floor. You know, like yeah. he's a big guy, go up and get it. He's, you know, he's not a real explosive sink his hip type guy. 
I don't know if he can be AJ Green. I think he's more of a separator than Hopkins, though. Yeah, you know, I mean, he's faster. He's faster. He's taller. Yeah, he'll run away from people. But he does more. have that physicality. Absolutely, absolutely. And Hopkins might go to the Hall of Fame too. Right. You know, I mean, you take DeAndre Hopkins. Not, yeah. What? George Pickens turned into DeAndre, right. DeAndre Hopkins. Everybody's happy. I mean, he caught 100 balls a million <laughs> years in a row. And go look at his highlight tape. You know, and I'm not saying that's his floor. I mean, so not sure who the comp is, but I did throw Parker out there as worst-case scenario. You know, I could see that type of player if he doesn't expand his route-running skills. Parker's – I don't know if the floor is there. Because I mean, that's I, low. I think he's I think he's a better player right now than Parker – Probably ever was. – has been in his career. Yeah, probably yeah. true. Uh, the rest of it, I mean, they got some production from Sims. They got some mm-hmm. production – from Olszewski. Uh, they all had ample opportunities. Yeah. They all played much more after Claypool mm-hmm. was gone, and they played a much different style, as we mentioned in the previous sure. segment. 15 fewer passes per game. Right, right, right. That's not going to offer as much. <laughs> and these guys need the, the pie got and, a lot smaller. Yeah. I mean, like, why is, I have a problem with as much as Gunner played, but I understand it. You know, like, I think he's one of those guys that the defense is happy to see on the field. But he throws his body around. Not when you're running the ball down right. their throat. Exactly. <laughs> Same I thing mean, with Boykin. Right. You know. Absolutely. You know, I, I think Boykin is interesting to me. I like Boykin. I wouldn't mind bringing him back because I know that he's also going to make a lot of plays on kickoff coverage yeah. and things like that too. Sims to me is better than Ray Ray was. Has value. Yeah. But I want an upgrade over that, and I think Austin and Miller are both better than him. I don't know if Miller will be back or not. But right. I bet his he was cheap last year and his price didn't go up. Yeah, right. Uh, I mean, I'd be very interested in bringing him back in, like, a third-round pick. Yeah, nobody guys. else saw him in training camp. Right, right, yeah. right. I mean, no one's like, oh, man, I'm going to invest now in Miller. Yeah, so that's an interesting group. Uh, moving on to the tight ends. you got Fryermuth, you got Gentry, you got Hayward. Gentry is headed towards unrestricted free agency. Yeah. Um, blocking tight ends, you would usually say, well, they're a dime a dozen. You can get those guys sort back. Of. But... You know, he's played a lot of snaps for this team. I'm going to get to Gentry in a minute, but we had a good Niners conversation last segment. I think Hayward is Juszczyk. Yeah. And I mean that in a, in a glowing way because people don't know who knew what Juszczyk does. He does everything. And I think Hayward is not just a TE. I think he's an offensive weapon. Um, I think Fryermuth's a star in the making. My only concern with him is durability. I mean, he's had a lot of dings throughout his career. Probably just bad luck. Who knows? And I have mixed feelings on Gentry because we've seen so many of these tight ends that are number two guys. Jesse James is a perfect example that he's going to hit free agency and they tend to get more than they should. Yeah. And you're, I'd rather have the comp pick, you know, when, when it's all said and done. And I think he's. But a, then you got to replace him and you got to find somebody who can you play 500 body. snaps for you. Right. And they're going to want that style. I mean, they're going to want, they don't want someone that looks like Hayward. They don't, you know. They, they, they don't want, want another Fryer move. They want. No, a, they want they somebody want a who's going to pound guy. Put his hand on the ground and block defensive ends. Yeah, <laughs> and I think Gentry's a slightly above, or slightly overrated blocker. I mean, I think he's a good blocker, but he's not Mark Bruner. You yeah. know, some of these guys we've really seen that are just power dudes that can put defensive ends on their back. So, I think that one just comes down to cost, because he's going to get a bump. He's going to make a couple million a year from somewhere. Yeah, might make more than that. That's it. You got Jesse James, and I mean, there's in the last three years, a ton of these number two tight ends have made four, five, six million a year, and I'm that's not my neighborhood with him. The problem is, is all the guys coming out of college 
They're not blocking. Can't block a lick. Right, right, right. <laughs> None of them. <laughs> One of the ways you can kind of overcompensate for that is some of these tight ends, like Mercedes Lewis, that are 150 years yeah. old, they last forever, and they can't run better than you and I, but they can block, and they yeah. teach you know, they, they they fade away slow. Sometimes you can just get an old dude. Yeah, and that's an that's an interesting underrated need. Yeah, I I, th- I think so too. Uh, you know, as I've been fiddling around with some mock drafts, I'm mm-hmm. like looking at the tight end position, like because here's the problem: as we move on to running backs, yeah. So you got obviously Harris Warren. Real quick, before we go there, I meant to ask this a second ago. I'm assuming, I don't think it'll be the the Ben years, but I think that they'll play more 11 with three receivers on the field than they did post-Claypool next year. I don't know if they will because— I mean, because it worked. That's it worked so well. I mean, you ran the crap out of the football, and it allowed mm-hmm. you to win games. Yeah, I mean, it was a winning formula, but you need to get more explosive, too. I mean, there's a juggling act You here, can you still know? do that out of that— you know, yeah. heavy package, and and you know, um, yeah, we'll see. But uh, looking at the running backs, you got Najee Harris, you got Jalen Warren, both mm-hmm. of those guys under contract. Yeah, and they're solid one-two punch. Yeah, it's kind of the Pickens Johnson conversation, yeah. but cheaper and younger. Yeah. you know, right. But Benny Snell is an unrestricted free agent. Mm-hmm. Derek Watt, the fullback, is an unrestricted free agent, and that's why I wanted to mention that before we got to Hayward, right? Who's listed as TE slash FB? Oh, is he? I thought he was just T.E. So you might need, if he takes over as your full-time fullback, mm-hmm. if he yes, check. he can do some things and maybe you get more playing time for him that way. But, you know, if, if something were to happen to Fryermuth next year and you don't have Gentry, kind of end, right. you're not lining up and using Hayward as, as your only tight. You, you need somebody right, else right, there right, to, right. To, to handle or you know, your, maybe to somebody. Your first round offensive tackle. You're not just going to live in six offensive line right. sets or things like that. Yeah, I mean, I kind of feel like you need four tight end fullbacks. Yeah. You know, I mean, Fryermuth's going to be there. Hayward's going to be there. But that's the only ones we know. So there's two <laughs> left. Yeah. I mean, are you going to go get a Dan Kreider and say Connor? You're Play, just he, yeah. You know, yeah. Right, right. We're going to continue to use you as we have used you. Yeah. Or do you do you you know go get another tight end and say Connor you're the fullback sometimes you'll do some tight end stuff right and can they live without a true fullback or but what if Hayward gets hurt you know um, like if he's playing both roles then you have Fryermuth and three blank spaces yeah you know what I mean and then so, he's there's more exposure for him to mm-hmm. get hurt right 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 and he's gonna probably get a bump in snaps but none of those guys are look like Gentry. Yeah. You know, so you're gonna have to find somebody that looks like Gentry that does Gentry stuff. And the thing is, they used Watt more mm-hmm. in, in terms of not necessarily. He got the ball here and he, there. He, he played and... fewer snaps this year. It's like eight fewer snaps this year than he did mm-hmm. last year. But, but the he, second half of the season had to be higher per game yeah. than any point. But in his he, career. he scored a rushing touchdown. He scored a receiving touchdown. Mm-hmm. And oh, by the way, eight of his nine carries this year. Went for first downs. Yeah, they're all he was a short, yeah, he yeah, was a yeah. short yardage. Yeah, uh, talk about having to be a high third down conversion team. Well, he helped with that for yeah. sure. I mean, either as a blocker or with the ball in his hands. He's not cheap though. He's probably no. not going to come back for less money. What's up? I'm John Wall, and I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Six Man of the Year. Elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm gonna be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. 
Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. Like that, see that. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Maybe. Maybe if he sits on the open market for a couple weeks. It's a fullback. It's a fullback. I mean, half the teams, teams half the teams in the league don't even have one on their roster. Mm-hmm. And you and I kind of not even have brought this up because we've said it eight million times, but I'm sure some of our listeners don't know. He's one of the best special teamers in the league. Yeah. You know I mean? Like, that's why he's making what he is, not because of his offensive contributions. Could you afford to lose him and Snell? You know, right. special teams wise. Yeah. Now they, know. you know, they've they've uh, given a futures contract to Anthony McFarland, which is interesting. Which is interesting because yeah. the one game he played last year, mm-hmm. hit five carries for thirty yards. And I think but two, looked apart finally. Two catches for I think seventeen yards. Like mm-hmm. he was a weapon in that game. He was a weapon in that game. Which brings me to one conversation that I'm not standing on the table for, but instead of Snell. I wouldn't mind a 200-pound guy that can catch the ball that runs a 4-3. Yeah. And whether that's McFarland. It's just something different than the other two guys. And he could be on – maybe he can line up in the slot. Like, I'm not saying go trade for Christian McCaffrey. But if you can get the the fifth-round Darren Sproles, you know what I mean? And there's always a 100 of those guys. That's your kickoff returner. He plays 12 snaps a game, can line up in the slot, and can run. I'm maybe swapping out a Snell for that guy. I'm not sure that McFarland isn't that that's, guy. And you might have him in house. Yeah, he but might that's kind of like house. the Austin conversation. Like the he problem might be in house, he might not. Yeah, the problem becomes is that Snell and Watt were two of your highest, two special, like the top five <laughs> special team yeah, snaps like, guys. They might be the most important. <laughs> who knows? But they're in Boykins up. Yeah, he's another one. You know, so I mean, you can those guys will come out of the woodwork. They didn't count on Boykin a year ago to be one of those dudes. But well, I think they just, did when they signed him. When they signed him. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, but he wasn't on the team last year at this right, time. Right, 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 yeah. right. That's what I meant. Um, so, yeah, I mean, that's a balancing act. You know, like the bottom of the roster has to be devoted to special teams, and Snell's good at it. I wouldn't be opposed to them bringing Derek Watt back on a one-year deal. I wouldn't either. Deal. No. I mean, $4 million, something like that. I don't even know if it would be that high. It might not have to be that high. Right. Because he yeah. would play – he helps you win. Yeah. I mean, he's – you know, yeah, he's, he's only going to play 65 offensive snaps for you like he did mm-hmm. this year. But they were sixty-five important ones. Yeah, you know, two of them were touchdowns, and and eight of eight of his nine carries went for first downs. And there's be some teams. <laughs> I'm thinking of the Browns this year that aren't real equipped to deal with big, heavy offenses. You know, some teams you're going to want to do the opposite. We're sorry, Derek, you're not going to see the field at all this game. You yeah, know, we're going to we're going to spread the field. But you're going to play on special teams. You're going to play on special. You yeah. know, your jersey's still going to get dirty. Yeah. So no, I do think he has value, and I think a lot of people. And are if like, they do that, it's not just because he's T.J. Watt's brother. Yeah, so if his last name was Jones. Same or Smith way with or, Connor Hayward. They didn't. They didn't draft Connor Hayward just because he's Cam Hayward's brother. Right. That's right, ridiculous. Right, right. It's ridiculous. Right. <laughs> they may know more about those guys yeah. than the other teams do, but they're trying to win games. They're not trying to make T.J. and, and this is know, not hey, a family I, affair. No, no, yeah. right. And it helps though. I mean, yeah. You I, know, I, though, you know more as you said more about these guys. You yeah. know what makes them tick. I mean, I think it's helpful that you drafted Rudolph and Washington together, you know, because they know each other and they're in foreign land, or they took ATN and Trevor Lawrence together. Like, makes their acclamations a little easier. Yeah. There is a human side to this too. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> come on, right. yeah. absolutely not. 
Um, but none of those are hard to find. Right, right. You know, the, you know, the, the, the running back tight end conversation. These are but not big ticket holes. items. No, yeah. I mean, but there are holes that need addressed. In fact, we'll see some of those guys signed before free agency starts on March 15th. And people won't think twice about yeah. it, but it just checks a box. Right. You know, they're sitting there in the GM room going, well, we got all these spots. Well, we just knocked that one out. We knocked this one out. And it won't get headlines, but it matters. Yeah. Uh, looking at the offensive line, the entire starting unit, Dan Moore, Kevin yeah. Dotson, Mason Cole, James Daniels, Chooks Korafor, is still under contract next year. Which I think is brilliant. Yeah. And, and I remember writing an article when it happened. Like, you can let this group gel. They're all very young. They're... A very, I think the words I used were, this is a very rare blend of youth and experience, you know, and that showed, that like tripled this year because they all played every They all played, yeah. Yeah, and they all got better. Here's where it gets dicey, though. I don't like any, I don't know about anybody else. Trent Scott, Jesse Davis, who are two of the backups at tackle. Do you feel like you know any more about them than when they became Scott played a little bit. He played a little. Yeah. Um, and he's played a decent number of snaps in the NFL. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not like he's a complete unknown, but they're both unrestricted. Mm-hmm. J.C. Hassenauer is restricted. I think I tender him. Yeah. At the lowest tender or whatever. I mean, he wasn't a draft pick, so that, that's not expensive. Yeah. Doesn't mean he makes a team. But that means that you're only off, you've only got six under oh, contract. And Ken, right. Kendrick Green is one of them, and he didn't see a snap this year. Let's start there. Do you think it's safe to say Green is in camp? Yeah, he'll be in camp. Yeah. He's cheap. Uh, he's cheap, and you might as well, and maybe he yeah. figures it out. But I have no faith in it. I mean, like, you can't look at him and think he's part of the answer. Or no, that's, I, don't, I don't know that they're going to go into camp this year as they did last year and say, well, Kendrick Green's going to compete with Kevin Dotson for the right, left guard right. spot. He's going to have to earn a place, yeah. a, a spot on the team, right. let, let alone you know time on the field. So to me, that leaves at least two holes, maybe three roster spots of guys – you want to develop, and I would look mostly to the draft, but I bet you'll have a Trent Scott. Yeah, you bring on back one of those guys, you have somebody on the team yeah. that you know and you trust, and I just don't know enough about those two as Steelers. I mean, Jesse Davis has played a decent number of steps. Like mm-hmm. coming into the season, Trent They're Scott both NFL and, players. Trent Scott and Jesse Davis had played as many, if not more, snaps than a lot of the Steelers starters. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you're 100 right, and they'll be. If they're not Steelers, they're going to be. They'll be somewhere in the league. Yeah. Somewhere. Right, right, right. Um, ideally, and I think we've talked about this a lot, I'd love to see them get a left tackle that might have a high, that has a high pedigree. That yeah. doesn't even mean with the mid first pick. It's not even a knock on Dan Moore. It's just, I'd like to see six offensive linemen. I wouldn't mind seeing Moore throw his hat in at the left guard spot or one of those guys, either the tackle or Moore, the rookie or Moore, is just your your swing tackle. With upside, I mean, the same five are not going to play every snap again. That's, I mean, that's kind that's of unrealistic. Yeah. yeah, that's crazy to count. That's why you had Trent Scott and Jesse Davis on your mm-hmm. on your roster because they had their backups who have played a lot of NFL football. Yeah, and they will have a journeyman type like that, I'm sure. But I'd like to have fourth round center that can really run but needs to get stronger, or you know, a, a left tackle in the second round that has technique work to do or something like that that might have higher ceilings. Yeah. That could push but, her time. You know, part of the beauty of that line this year, that how it was constructed, was that all of your backups have started games. And, you know, that, that mm, doesn't, yeah, yeah. you know, if you go the rookie route on that, you can't have an entire bench of rookies. Right, right. Because right. somebody someone gets hurt the yeah. first day of camp, that's just one of the starting fives. Like, hey, Rook, you're in there. You're in there, yeah. But I don't, much different than previous years, I don't think you look at it like, 
oh boy, do they need a We got to draft this guy. Right, right. He's got to start. Yeah, like we do not. We have three starters. Yeah. And there's a lot of teams right now that are looking at their line going, we got three starters. We got four starters. The Bengals might not even have that right now. Right. They may have two. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> and they're so, in the playoffs. And they're in the playoffs, right. <laughs> so I think the Steelers have five starters, which is enviable, and they're still young, and they're under contract. And the run blocking this year was. Really went forward. Yeah. I mean, they've. From first half to second half, when they decided, okay, we're going to just do, run power here mm-hmm. and just blast the ball down people's throats, they did a good job they of that. They did a real good job of it, yeah. And I think the protection is more than good enough. Yeah. I mean, I can't leave Dan Moore one-on-one and Miles Garrett all day. I mean, that's not how you You're not leaving out. anybody one-on-one right. Right, right, right. You know, in that situation. And, and I think Moore gets a little bit of a bad rap. I think he's one of the best 32 left tackles in the league. Yeah. I don't think he's one of the best five. He might be one of the top 25. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, 20. And he can get better, too. He's still young as well. Yeah, so, I, you know, that's but so much of offensive tackle, line. Yeah. Like, you block a guy 52 consecutive plays, mm-hmm. and on the 53rd, he goes he goes past you. Well, yeah. he had a bad game. Especially, no, he didn't. Especially tackles, because yeah. everybody sees it, you know, right. Yeah. And so, no, I, but depth is worrisome, and I don't know how you'll find that. Like we, I'd prefer not to be shopping for it in free yeah. agency, but if the right deal— a rose is you're my you're my Strelzik, you're my sixth guy. Yeah. I'm interested. Would you rather have Dan Moore or Jonah Williams? For the Bach, Dan Moore. <laughs> Without a doubt. Jonah Williams is one of the most overrated players in the league. In Without opinion. a doubt. He yeah. gave up twelve sacks this year. <laughs> Dan Moore did not do that. No, right. <laughs> and everyone everyone looked at that line like, Well, you're set with left tackle, you know, he's Bama, first round pick. He's he's not good. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> So, yeah, it's interesting. Um, that's the uh, Steelers' offense. Mm-hmm. Is, uh, I mean, there's some movement that's going to happen there. When we talk about there's no holes in the starting There's a lot roster. more questions on defense. Without a doubt. Uh, I mean, yeah. Strangely enough, you know. But this was done on – I hope people give this front office, including Kevin, credit because this was the vision is we don't want a lot of moving parts yeah. around a rookie quarterback. We want all these guys to come back. We want them all to be on first contracts. And everyone harps on – Oh, the defense is the most expensive in the league. Well, that's kind of by design too, but it's also a bit of an aberration. Yeah, it's not right. like no one's making any money on the in, on the offensive side of the ball. You can't invest more on defense. It's already the most expensive defense in the league. Well, yeah, you can. Why can't you? Because you can do that because this. your offense is cheap. Be, that's, that's the whole by design. The whole that's why idea. The front office did this. You know, right. by the time Cam Hayward is done with his career, maybe he plays until he's thirty or forty. Mm-hmm. But by the time his contract is up is when you're going to be looking at giving Pickett a new contract, yeah, potentially. Yeah, right, right, right. There's things like li- that. This when thing- these linemen, you know, their contract are up, it's, well, we can find a right guard because we get a quarterback who's yeah. already been settled, you know. Yeah, so that, that's, that's how a good you, way of building it. That's how you roster build, mm-hmm. um, you know, when you have a cheap quarterback. That's, yeah, that's right, what right, you right. can do. But they've made all these contracts so that they're not expiring like popcorn all over the place on the offense. So they want them all to come back. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. You can subscribe now to The Drive. Every episode we do is available for you to download. Subscribe today through the Steelers mobile app, the iHeartRadio app, and wherever you find your podcasts. He is Matt Williamson. I am Dale Lally. You're listening to The Drive here on Steelers Nation Radio. We're going to take a break. When we come back, it'll be time for the Fantasy Football Focus. We will do that right after this. Black and gold football lives here. What a play! 24-7. You're listening to SNR. 